Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. I'm James Hamilton. I'm Travis McFalls. And we're back on time for once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we finally got together and, um, well, we finally got together on fucking time for once. Uh, oh. It helps that the Capitals have been eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, that helps our schedule a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's difficult with the technology. We were just trying to get everything balanced out. You didn't know when this was going to happen or that's going to happen. So we appreciate everybody being patient. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, this is, like I said, it's still new to us. When we posted on iTunes, I was like, well, When's it going to drop? You're like, I don't know, six hours, eight hours, I don't know. And then what, it was like three hours? Well, when we post it, those of you that subscribe to the podcast, you guys get it and get notified right away. But if you were to just to try to find us on iTunes, it takes about five or six hours on some of these services to kind of update the uh, the feed. They kind of hit it every so often because they've got so many that they kind of check and then they update everything. Right. They've got a lot of fucking shows on there. Huh? Yeah, it kind of goes like that. Are you, uh, are you in, in, do you have a, a lot of, uh, parties to go through, like graduations that you're getting invites to. I know you're not from around our area. You moved to Minneapolis, mm. but are you going to like graduation parties and weddings and all that shit? Do you have a bunch of that booked? No. No, I'm just hanging out at my place. However, I am selling the liquor to the people that are throwing these parties, and they're coming in. I've noticed this last weekend, man, people were fucking buying in bulk. Yeah, big groups. Huge, huge bulk. Yeah. I, You know... I'm not a fan of the graduation party. It's I'd rather you just gave me an account number and we could just get the fuck with it, you know? Right. Here, here's your 50 bucks. Don't spend the money on the food. Yeah. Congratulations. Right, right. You graduated fucking high school. Like, big fucking accomplishment. It's something you're just supposed to fucking do. It's true. The, the, the party itself, though, is the, the kid has... Their friends come by. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a milestone. Because yeah. I, 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 when I graduated high school, we had a graduation party, too. And how interested were you in your uh, elders coming by or your friends coming by? Friends, man. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm the fucking uncle. I hand you the card. I visit with my other brothers and sisters. I look at your photo board. I try to look at my watch and decide when is the best time to dip. Right. Know? Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Just speaking from experience, my graduation party was at Swedish Fred's house. And Swedish Fred, okay. Swedish Fred. Well, you know, I went to high school in Italy, so. Right. Yeah, so Swedish Fred's house, and uh, yeah, that was a fucking party, and we didn't really have any adults around. Was it on base in Italy? Or no, was no, it no. This Italian was high base. school. This was, um, our school was on base, uh, but everyone else, like, everyone lived off base. Okay. Yeah. So, so you had we, we were out. We were out. We were out in the Italian economy. Were the English speaking teachers? Yes, that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> makes was, shit a lot tougher. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a Department of Defense education teachers. Oh, right, good and teachers. Yeah, the, well, the, we got the best because all the teachers, of course, want to get those sweet Europe jobs, and so only the best get selected to go there. So I pretty much, actually, Italians. It was a private school for Italians, and they paid good money 
to get their kids into our school. So like Swedish Fred, his folks had to cough up good money for him to be at our school. So essentially, it was a public school for military kids, but it was a private school education. If that makes sense. I wonder if the rest of the world celebrates their graduation like we do. I don't know. I mean, Swedish Fred certainly got fucking... He got down that day. So, maybe. Huh. Did did you notice other Italian kids that weren't in your school celebrating? Like, just... Was it... Uh, um, could you sense it in the community at all, or no? Let's see... No. No. So, probably <laughs> no. not. Probably not. Well, I get invited to this shit. I don't like it. I don't like it. I just want to send... Some of the weddings... I don't know you, man. Why am I coming to your wedding? How did I even <laughs> how did I even make the cut? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Right. You just trying to boost your numbers so you can get like a larger dowry or something? Like Is that what it is or do they are they low on I mean I'm an asshole, right? If they're low on friends or if I was reading this article the other day, okay? And you know clickbait when you're running around the internet and you see this thing and they're like 20 most beautiful women ever exposed and you're like, "Yeah, ah, yeah. I don't want to click that." And 10 seconds later you're like, this is lame. God yeah. damn it. Which yep. slide am I on? <laughs> right. Like, oh, man, I'm only on like two out of 23. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so they have this, uh, this deal that says uh, you're not friends with who you think you are. And it was this whole study from some backward-ass university saying that most of your friends that you consider friends don't consider you friends. And now when I was reading that, I'm like, that's, that's bullshit. But now that I'm talking about this wedding and you know this wedding invitation thing, yeah, maybe there's some credibility to it. Okay, how so? I'm getting these invites and I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, I'm not. I sh- you want me in a picture? I don't. I'm not over <laughs> close enough friends to be in a fucking picture, right? Right. I mean, it takes a lot for me to like have my photo taken these days. Now you know I'm not a. I'm not eye candy by any means. Like you want me to come and be in a fucking picture? That's a ballsy thing to ask you. And to introduce me, like, hey, this is my uncle, this is my friend so-and-so, and you're <laughs> kind of like, my family. You, you have that kind of like, hey, it's nice to meet you, Don, yep, and then you just kind of both turn your backs to one another, like, okay, uh, yeah, okay another that. person, forgettable Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, I mean, you've got to fucking keep up with all these new names now, you're like, Don, no, 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 I'm Harry. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to fucking forget your name again anyway. No way I'll retain it. Do you go to these weddings? Uh, you're single, so if you get a wedding invite, you're like, hey, go, hopefully meet a chick, dance, free booze. Is that the process to the party? Like, this is a new, different party, let's go? Or are you similar to me where you start thinking, okay, they sent me the RSVP, there's an address, they're registered, I can just send a blender, they'll still think I'm cool because I sent what the fuck they wanted, and I got my Saturday back. This is badass. <laughs> Um, well, right now, the only wedding that I have planned this season is uh, my kid's sister's getting married in June. About a month from now, actually. About a month from now, I will be back in Texas. That's immediate family, next level shit. I'm talking about the ghost invite, which you've gotten, or clearly might not have gotten this year, but you get them over the years. No. Okay, so Travis has no friends. So, um, <laughs> that are everybody single. Yeah, well, and then uh, my best friends, when they, well, let's see, singer in my band, I was, I stood up in his wedding. Uh, the drummer from my band just, they just kind of up and married at just as this, like it was just kind of a surprise, quick thing that they did. And it was right after I moved to Texas, so I didn't have a chance to go and celebrate with them. Uh, and then. 
And then uh, let's so see. Basically one of my then one of my best friends from college. Yeah, he's been married twice. I've stood up both times. Well, stood up meaning what? Like I was one of the groomsmen. Oh, okay. Is that what that means? I yeah. Stood up? Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. And then uh, the first time I was the best man. So the second time he got married, I was like, dude, you probably don't want me to be your best man and sign your wedding certificate. That didn't uh, go over too well for you the first time. So, so you've literally either had a, an immediate family wedding or, or like a best friend been in the goddamn wedding. Yeah. Huh. So, I get all the fringe invites. I get those. I've been in a lot of weddings. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a fringe person. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever declined being in the wedding party in, in, entirely? Uh, no. Oh, I have. I have. Fuck that. Like almost, like I said, I almost considered it with my uh, college buddy here because the first time I felt like maybe I'd cursed him with uh, signing his wedding <laughs> certificate, being the best man. So I was kind of like, when I signed that certificate for you, it didn't go too well. You sure you want me to stand up in your wedding? You're sure about this? I'll do it if you want me to. I love this. But are you fucking sure you want this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be the same without you standing up. Okay, I warned you. You see, you're, com- you're confirming you're the jinx. <laughs> Just like the poor people in Texas who lost their apartment and then their cat, and we aren't even sure that the jinx is over that you put on them. Hey, come on, man. So, I-, I think it's over. Well, you're, I'm sure you're hoping. That's why I'm we sent the gift card. I'm sincerely hoping it's over. By the way, go pick up your fucking gift card. They haven't done that yet. I haven't gotten any fucking confirmation. I sent it. They're like, oh, you guys actually uh, did that? I'm like, yeah. Fucking go there. Get it. Oh, okay, yeah, I might do that today or tomorrow. All right, cool. Let me know when you get it. Nothing. And then a couple days later, hey, did you get it? I'm hearing nothing from them. Well, if they don't pick it up, we're going to have them next day as tacos. We'll just call that place and be like, hey, we want these things overnighted to us. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be all right. Yeah, I've turned down a couple of of uh, what you call stand-up or even uh, immediate wedding party invites. For a variety of different reasons. Uh, sometimes it's because there's been tension amongst friends and it's not desirable at all. Like it's kind of forced. And, you know, I just felt like I don't want to be a disruption or a distraction to this whole thing. I'd just rather not even be there. And other times we're really not that close. So why am I doing this? Right. You know, did. Did everybody else pass on the $150, $160 tux or what? Right, right, right. And another time, uh, the uh, wedding party wasn't balanced. So the girl didn't have very many guy friends, and the guy had a shitload of guy friends. Right. And they wanted guys to walk with her guy friends who were going to stand in on her bridal party. What? Yeah, she had girls and guys in her party. It's very contemporary that's, to do. I was about to say, that's very progressive. Sure, and then he had his... His bros with him, right? I was right. one of his friends. And they're like, well, we want you to, you know, walk down the aisle and, you know, you guys will take pictures together or whatever. And I'd have done that for probably, I don't know, 3% of my friends, maybe. Maybe less. Maybe less than 3%. Like maybe there's like one guy. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Done it for. maybe. Maybe. But when it's, uh, this was, this was just, she sucked. I didn't like her very much. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, 
Fuck that. Fuck I mean, you. bottom I'm not line, being fuck in your that. Wedding. Yeah, fuck that. So I'm going to pay $170 to have this kitschy, yeah. degrading bullshit. And it, it's it, it's just the whole way I, the the photographer and the way they were talking about it. It was just a huge turnoff to me. It was like a stage show. So uh, yeah, I had to leave immediately for for business. I can't make it. Sorry to break the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah, like you said, it's a stage show. Um, I think if people are getting wet, you know, a marriage should be the celebration of two people, two people's love for each other. Not, not a, uh, not a model photo shoot. They'd even pissed off the church. What do you call it? Fashion shoot. Fashion. I had heard that, you know, the church was kind of a certain way. And when they heard that they, the girl was going to have men in her side of the aisle, that it was a sort of set the church. Yeah. They got irritated. And the more I heard about it, it was like. What are we doing? You know, yeah. this is feels. And if you knew the people that were part of the whole thing, it was just a, it was a bad call. But um, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to see if I can't avoid some of these things. I'm hoping Obi Wan will get his volleyball thing going. Oh yeah, you want to see this in full swing? I can't actually believe that this still takes place. <laughs> the guys, how old? Break and- it break it down for me. What is what is the vo- the volleyball? What, I mean, I know what it used to be. What is it today? I, I mean, I don't even know that it exists anymore because I, I've never, I haven't seen him do it. I've heard him talk about it. He's talked a big game, but I haven't seen him go out and play. I know that he likes to go out there and play because it's, you know, it's in the sun and, uh, you know, the women, they, uh, they wear their bathing suits. You wear yours. You know, it's uh, human bodies in motion. Yeah, he's a le- he's a leisure sport champion. He yes. loves like bocce ball and volleyball <laughs> and frisbee. He likes and bocce. A- anything that's a, like a yard game, like a suburban nineteen fifty yard game. He's yeah. a fucking master at croquet. Have you ever seen him play He'll croquet? Do it. He's down. Oh he's man, down. I got to play croquet with that fucker. Yep. Anything that's like that, he is. And he doesn't. He's not. He's not playing darts, pool. He takes all that shit serious. Yes. Yes. He, Yes, he gets pit. I've been whooping his ass in darts lately, and uh, and um, he hasn't played me in a while. Actually, he gets frosty, kind of shitty, really. Yeah, he he does not like it, and good because when he wins, he's like the biggest fucking loader you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So so anytime I get to kick his ass in something, I fucking love it. Okay, so volleyball, you, were you exposed to what volleyball was before? Uh, I have seen him play. I have played before with him, but it's been years. Before he was with String Bean, he was uh, very into this sort of midweek volleyball game that really involved him and like maybe two other dudes. Yeah. Because he's very, you know, he's very protective over his harem. Right. And so he's selective about who gets to play volleyball. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, you know, you got the golden ticket, man. Uh, it's going to be you, me, some girls, golden ticket. I like, and you kind of almost do feel like you just got the golden ticket, even though you're like, wait a minute, what I'm just going to play fucking volleyball. Why am I getting all excited? Well, he, he's like, in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. For his age. Obi-Wan's in good shape and he was in good shape back then. And I wasn't in great shape back then. So the idea that we were going to have this top gun volleyball game, I was <laughs> right. like, it was going to be the big letdown on my part. <laughs> so I was a little bashful about coming out. And for good reason, you get out there to the volleyball court. And it was, I mean, there were people that were like pushing their grills closer to the volleyball court to check out the girls that he's got on the, <laughs> on this thing. And at the time we were a lot closer in age to the girls. As we right. get a little older and older, it's sort 
sort of like they're sort of advanced, could be their dad's friend, uncle, is playing volleyball with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting weirder now. I don't... The 20... I don't like, <laughs> like, the last time we went and played, I actually ended up um, just kind of quitting, and I went and, like, fucking played football with this Hispanic family. <laughs> That's weird, too, dude. Oh, no, dude. They were cool, man. They were fucking fast. They were good wide receivers. Big Grumpy played, too. He played on the other team. So you both left the volleyball game <laughs> for man football because it was so uncomfortable? Just because, I don't know, it was just boring, man. The volleyball, the volleyball was, was even boring? Yeah, it got boring for me. Oh, really? I don't know. That's sad. Well, he usually puts together a very nice arrangement for himself. I'm just not totally comfortable with the whole, the whole volleyball thing. But uh, hopefully this summer we can turn a corner, maybe get him to advance the years of those players in their 25, 27 range so it's yeah, not a let's, uh, predatory event. <laughs> yeah, let's make it a little more comfortable for everyone. All right, Obi-Wan? Oh, he's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> confidence beyond confidence. You know, we don't give Hugh Hefner shit when he's 70 dating a 19-year-old. Yeah, but we give Obi-Wan. But for some reason, we pick on Obi-Wan about it. And it's, maybe it's because we're so close to the fire that it's like, man, this fucking thing's hot. Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Like, I think we need to piss this thing out. <laughs> Some of our close I friends' daughters are older it. than his chicks, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is getting weird. Are we crossing? We're crossing some lines here. Well, are we for or? him, yeah, it's weird. Like, for me, I'm younger than you guys. So, like, if there's a girl in her early, mid-20s, not as bad. 22. She's got to be at least 22 At least you, right? 22. Half your age plus seven. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, at least twenty two for me, and then um, yeah. But when 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 you see him do, yeah. But I mean, like you said, the guy's still in good shape. Um, he still has the face of like a fucking like boy. He still has like a very boyish face, and so at first you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's just normal, you know. That's what that's what Obi Wan does, and then you start thinking about, it and you're like, good god, man, you're fucking ancient. This girl could be your fucking daughter. He's either he's either really 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 bright, or maybe a little creepy. One of the two. It depends you, on who you, you don't, ask. You don't you don't think there's a little from column A and a little from column B going on? I'm, there's there's always a gray area in all of it, but people are usually you know they're they just, they make their mind up pretty quick. So have you seen uh, his newest? Uh, oh fuck! I forgot about that. So great. <laughs> he's so thorough. You see what I mean? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Some you beta listeners have heard the story, but I'm going to bring everybody up to speed real quick. Um, Obi Wan and his longtime seven year relationship with String Bean uh, it, it it evaporated in in a very long period of time. You could almost it evaporated. say that it, it blew the fuck up. Yeah, it was bad. They but just, it was a slow blow up. Eh, was it? I mean, it was, I mean, you saw it. Ha- I mean, everyone on the outside saw it happening. Uh but obviously him being on the inside, it's harder to see. Um, I mean, I saw it coming from miles and miles away. I mean, shit, I saw it coming from Texas. Yeah, there, there are two pretty people. Uh, yeah. String Bean is good-looking girl. She Obi-Wan's a, a good-looking guy. Yeah, I mean, he swings for the fences, and he was absolutely head over heels in love with this girl. And as time went on... She and her values and what she wanted to do shifted, and what Obi Wan wanted to do was maintain. Like he stay the same. Obi Wan's yeah, he's consistent. With Obi Wan, what you see is very much what you fucking get. 
an autism allegiance to the everyday. Like he's yes. he loves patterns. He he's he likes to know. His, yeah. Yep, he has got his routine. Habits. Man of routine. You throw him off his routine, he gets a little uh, he gets a little sketch. String Bean was good at moving him to new patterns. Remember, they had shows they'd watch, nights they'd yeah. do things. She was good yeah. at doing that, but he she was ready to kind of take the next step. And Ob One was. Wanting to take the next step, but not completely and totally underneath her terms. He didn't, yeah, he didn't have a full buy in. And before String Bean decided to dip, she was like already shopping. Yeah. Uh, she had already shopped. Yeah, it was not cool. Yeah. Not cool. All. But Obi Wan, in her defense, was already, I mean, they were already spending evenings in separate parts of the house, very little communique going on. I mean, shit got cold. Way um, cold. Yeah, it was cold for like a fucking year. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I mean it, that that they probably they probably should have shot that horse. You know, the horse was already dead. Like yeah, they, I was encouraging that. I was encouraging that big time for. I mean, for what the was it like a die. year, two years? Yep. And I was behind so, behind the scenes. I've got my friend Obi Wan, who I'm counseling, and I'm I mean, he's coming to me and asking me questions, and I'm going to give him the straight straight talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not, however, String Bean's friend. And I had picked up on what String Bean was up to from Go. Really? Consequently, String Bean fucking absolutely despises me. <laughs> like, she has a special place in her heart where she would commit murder. <laughs> That's how much she dislikes me. So, like, if she got, like, a freebie, it would probably be you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> does not like me. And it's really because I have, I'm, I have stood witness to watch seven different ladies in terms of my sisters right. pull all kinds of shit their whole life. Right. I grew up, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of a family of ten. Of the ten, seven are girls. Yeah. Well, and she, I think she hates you because you fucking called her out on her bullshit. Oh, yeah. It was not cool. It yeah. was not cool. She was, and I mean, around every corner, she was just, she, it was bad. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was caught. She was caught, and what it did was it, and, and I feel bad about this if String Bean ever listened to one of these pods. I feel bad because I know that she feels like she was turned into the bad guy in that situation. But the truth is, it was dead, and neither one of those people would put the DOT yeah. or DOA toe tag on it. You know, it right. was a bad deal. Yeah. They were mean to each other. Oh, they yeah. were embarrassing each other. They were not acting the way that two people act, and there was no sense that either one of them really wanted to either change or rectify right. the relationship. Yeah, I mean, for me, Obi-Wan is my friend, always will be my friend, so I'm always going to take his side. But at the same time, you know, villains are created. They're not born, they're created. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, when I would talk to him, I'd be like, dude, you're kind of pushing her in this direction. And she's kind of pushing back and pushing you in a direction that's not healthy. Right. And you just, you need to fucking cut the cord, man. It was weird where she was at on that whole thing because, you know, you would think that she would understand because she didn't want to be friends with us. Yeah, she acted like she liked me, but then I think she liked me, but I'd always overstay my welcome. So I would come to town and Obi-Wan would be excited and because, oh man, Travis is in town for a week. And then we'd have such a fucking good time. Usually, uh, usually day seven, I'm calling the airlines. Uh, yeah. So how much would it cost if I extend my trip? 
Yeah, you guys had a great time together, and yeah. she was wanting. She was in school, so String Bean was in college, second go round, and was really in an intense subject. And yeah. she was always cool to me. Every time that I interacted with String Bean, she was cool with me. Yeah, she never, uh, she never gave me shit. She never gave me grief. Actually, we had some cool nights sometimes because, as you know, Obi Wan, creature of routine. Always in the garage, always partying. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in his terrarium. And I can't do that every night. And no. so I would have nights where it was kind of nice. Me and String Bean would just hang out, read books, right. discuss shit. And she was fucking cool on those days. And he would not, even when you would break pattern, break his pattern. Right. I mean, he was dedicated. Yeah, he's, he's in his terrarium. Absolutely. So... We started to uh, we started to have trouble when I started to call her out on you know and oh, I was tell, and I wasn't calling her out directly I would just tell Obi Wan hey these two things don't add up to two one and one always equals two and we're not getting two so you gotta you yeah gotta, we you, can you, figure you, some yeah, shit yeah yeah you got a one plus three in there somewhere yeah. or some shit you're adding like the that. wrong numbers yeah and so uh, it was such a bad breakup between those two and it was you know string beam. Maybe has an inkling of how wrecked he was, but Obi-Wan was really, really wrecked over the whole deal. So it has yeah, taken him a while to get back into the swing of things. Yep. And when he finally does get back into the swing of things, he meets this wild chick, man. She's just <laughs> she's wild. And uh, Obi-Wan has her over one night, and things get out of hand. I mean, it is... <laughs> Way the fuck out of hand. It is a... Uh, Everywhere, man. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of every place that they consummated this this night, and he was uh, he was he usually is so discreet about those things. He's not a big talker or conquest talker. He might show you the the girl, but he doesn't go blow by blow on what goes really? down. Really, he always he, yeah, not me. Yeah, he knows then I don't he, want to hear all that shit. Yeah, well, then again, you know, you know, I'm the Padawan, so he always you know, is, this is how it's done, son. This is how you do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> not not between him and I. I mean. Ultimately, we kind of weigh whether or not we're going to have to be around the spouse. And if you have too much information about what your buddy's doing with somebody who could potentially become long term, it's it's odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gotten better. He doesn't go into graphic detail with me. Usually, just uh, I had a girl over last night. We uh, these are the three positions we did. And uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, uh, and it was good. <laughs> I have been to the top of the mountain. Yeah, that would be, I, minus the positions, I would get some, some version of that. Right? Yeah. But in this one, he's given graphic detail. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this was definitely the most graphic story ever. Down to the dirty talk. Yeah, because he, uh, I mean, that's how you know like how badly she fucking hurt him. Because the first time then he gets to taste candy outside of that, he was just so fucking giddy. Yeah, charged. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, when we wanted to, uh, to put a face with the girl that he'd been hanging out with, we asked him for a picture. <laughs> and I swear to God, on my, on my cell when I got the picture, you could have taken a match head and put it over her face and covered the entire goddamn picture. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? It was so bad. So you know it was like it was like a single or a walk. It, was, it wasn't a double, triple, or home run. It was. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. I, I think he. Yeah, I think he walked on base. Right. He's like, you know, I just couldn't find a better picture, and you're looking at it like uh, this. This is fucked up. Maybe. Right? He got, yeah. Maybe he got beamed on base. Actually, yeah. like, you get a pass. Yeah. So, so then I get these pictures of this new girl, and it's like a fucking magazine spread. Yeah. Frame by frame. I mean, we're watching her age in the photos. Yeah. She's got, and they're pro pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. She looks fit. <laughs> yeah. How old do you think she is? Well, I asked him that. Did you ask him? I asked him too. What was his answer? I didn't get a direct answer. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, mid to late 20s. How did he arrive at that? I have no clue. This was all via text, but I, I hear, I don't know, maybe uh, mid to late 20s. Bullshit. Let me. Bullshit. If I might. Let me bring up, um, let yeah. me find his text. All right. D- yeah. describe, to- describe what she looks like loosely. She's a good looking gal. Um, I didn't, I don't really like to look at his pictures that he sends me. Like, I don't go too into detail when I look at him because it's just like, all right. Yeah, this guy's fucking sending me another girl picture again. Like, you didn't look at him. What do you I mean, mean, I look at him, but I don't fucking like analyze him. Just, I remember I looked at the picture and my first first thought was, and actually I think I immediately got back to him. Just, oh, she's young. Okay. How old is she? Travis, for some reason, is sucking at telling the tale of this chick that was sent to us. She looks like she's maybe 24. At, at most, at tops. These are yoga pants and tummy picture pictures. Wait, you've got yoga? Chick. Really? Oh. Every single one. Holy shit. They're, he didn't send me that. He didn't send me that. Oh, uh, well. I yeah, get, all I got was like this like um, like little like photo spread of her like in a bikini or some shit. I didn't get all of what you fucking have right there. <laughs> he seeing. sends me this. Let me see that. I'll send it to you. He, I'll, let me read this and I'll hand it all over right, to you. Right. He sends me this and it's just holy shit, right? And so uh, it says at the bottom of these long pictures, this long string of pictures, it's like the latest one I've, I've had over and I'm working on. <laughs> my response was, wow, that is young as fuck, dude. <laughs> That's what I said. To you. I was just like, she's young. How old is she? And that's what. And so I say that, and he goes, "I'm not sure. Those are really good pictures of her. Last night I could see some age in her face, maybe late twenties." And I'm look these pictures age in her face, dude. Check these out, man. This is some not age in her face. This so is that's gotta be. It's not like these were taken forever ago. No, let's see here. Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly, exactly. Age in her face. You mean age uh, in her face? You what? mean she's got a graduation ring or? <laughs> <laughs> She's been to Joustons lately. <laughs> Her hairstyle's up to date, or what the fuck happened? Yeah. I mean, the girl's got a tattoo. She looks young. I mean, look at how young that is. Young as fuck. Good for you. If you're listening, Holmes, good for you. But yeah. but at the same time, kind of uncomfortable, right? Because yeah, you're making your friends a little uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, we can't even hang out if she invites a friend over. I mean, she's going to need a note. Yeah, I'm going to be afraid of, like, the cops come, that I'm going to get, like, busted for, like... Contributing to an underage drinking or something like that. What is that fucking fine? It's, it's a huge fine. Well, in that, in this deal, the, there's so many different things that you could, if they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drop it. All right. Let's drop the what coulds. Um, <laughs> I want to, uh, we went and did something last night that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, man. We went and checked out Kevin Smith doing a Q&A, and I don't know if, 
you know, how many of our listeners have ever done that or even know who Kevin Smith is. But he directed Clerks, Small Rats, Dogma. Chasing Amy. Jersey Girl. Um, I'm sure he wants to forget about that one. Yep. He did recently Tusk. He did. Um, yeah, I still haven't. I didn't know that he's been doing new work, so I haven't, I haven't seen any of it. Uh, the last movie that I saw of his that I really liked was. Well, no, I watched Clerks too. I liked Clerks too. I thought it was actually all right. Yeah, he's he's Silent Bob in his movies, but um, I don't know. Probably about ten or twelve years ago, he did an impromptu kind of uh, storyteller hour called "An Evening with Kevin Smith," and yeah. he sort of let everybody behind the curtain, if you will, of Hollywood and some of the things he'd been exposed to because he's very similar to the rest of us. He's literally like a guy that got called into the game who was yeah. never considered himself a professional. He's yeah. just he's just a cool dude. Yeah. And that's the stuff that um yeah, these last couple years that that's the stuff that I've been liking that he's been doing is is more stand up and just down to earth. It's very down to earth material. Yeah, and he tells an amazing story. Yeah. I mean he's real to talk, man. <laughs> he does over 200 minutes when we go to see him. We go and see him at a pretty well-known comedy club, which Travis will be possibly taking the stage of sometime possibly, at Acme possibly. Comedy Club. You know, seeing him do it, actually, and actually just being there, um, kind of helped my balls drop a little bit. Did it? Yeah. Give you some confidence? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't pulling huge laughs. Everybody just wants to hear the dude talk. He's interesting. Yeah. But... uh it's in uh, downtown Minneapolis, kind of near the Mississippi River. Those of you that are familiar with the Twin Cities, it's kind of the eastern part of Minneapolis. And uh, we want to um, we get down there early because the way they assign seats, the earlier they're there, the better the seat. So we went down, grabbed our tickets, and then we started walking. And we end up at this bar because there's in the warehouse district. It was kind of actually hard to find a bar. So it wasn't much, like yeah. a mile or something. <laughs> we find this bar by basically the uh, sex. District. Yeah, yeah, we find it. It's, it's literally slammed in between Sex World and Deja, Deja Vu and all that. Yep. Choice. Choice. <laughs> and uh, we're down there, grab a drink, grab a beer. It's real chill. There's some people watching games. I mean, it's your typical urban bar. Yeah, it just seems like a sports fucking bar. Yeah, yeah. So we jam and we go catch the show and we'll talk about the show in a, in a minute. But when we come back, so we've been sitting for over three hours. Yeah. Uh, the cars are rushing out of there trying to get home. Everybody wants to go. And Trav's like, man, why don't we just catch last call real quick so that we're not stuck in this mess? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, we get to the we go, we actually end up back at the same bar just because it was the closest bar. Yeah, it was just yeah. And it's one thirty when we start walking. It's probably one forty by the time we hit the bar. And I order a Long Island. Travis, fucking man, slams three Long Islands. Uh, yeah, I did three Long Islands. You yeah. were you were inspired. Yeah, you were inspired at nine bucks a Long Island. Bravo! Did I thank yeah. you for buying me a Long Island? I appreciate. I that. think you did. I yeah. hope I did. Thank you. Good well, night. I mean, thank you for taking me to the show for yep. buying my you know show tickets. So. That was fun. It was a fun night. Yeah. Anyway, um, so tr- Travis is a, an odd type, right? Um, he his extreme confidence in situations that are incredibly dangerous and he has anxiety about simple situations like crowded rooms or driving at rush hour these things are are moments to him where um alert alert caution this is bad yeah i i almost had a panic attack just driving what would you say it is to 10 miles to get here maybe maybe, maybe. 
Yeah, I almost uh, I almost had to pull the car over and just take a breath because I was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Literally no reason to be that way. Yeah. Okay. Now, in a situation where you should be more guarded, a situation where you should be more on alert is when you walk into a dive bar and there is a good-looking blonde girl, totally trashed, bouncing around the room, catching the attention of mostly male room. Very urban male room. And I sit at the bar, I'm dinking around on my phone, I'm texting some stuff about whatever to you know people that were interested in how the show went. And all of a sudden, Superman, what do you do? <laughs> well, I was just going to the bar to order a fucking drink. And uh, chick's fucking wasted, just wasted, and just so wasted. She's fucking kicking Travis. She she gets cut off. First of all, she gets cut off. So I'm just trying to like help her out here. That's you know, she's fucking tanked. Like cut off, no more drinks. Cut no off. more drinks because okay. she keeps shots, shots. The bartender's like, no fucking shots. You're done. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you water. And I was like, and at this point, yeah, she's already talking to me. I, I can't remember. She's just kind of blurting shit out at this point incoherently and so the the bartender's like you know hey hey yeah yeah you need to get a water and i was like yeah yeah tell you what i'll get one of those too and so he gets this water he brings me the water i'm like oh that's so delicious this is like the best water i've ever had you should have some and she starts drinking i don't remember what the fuck i said to her but it was just something like it was clever you were trying to get her to like race you like it was a drink yeah and I don't know Travis has ordered water. I just see him go to the bar, <laughs> order two Long Islands, and I thought he no shit shotgun slammed the Long Island with this <laughs> wasted girl. So I'm looking at my phone like, man, he is fucking retarded, right? <laughs> this girl's real drunk. Yeah. And uh, I was like, no, dude, it's just fucking water. You were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to get this fucking drunk girl to drink some water so she can get the fuck home. And so I, um, I asked you for a pen. And I take a napkin. I just write on the napkin. I'm like, to the bartender, I'm like, call this chick a fucking cab. And he looks at me and he's just like, I see him just kind of, you know, okay, okay. And he goes, and then she was, uh, oh, she was saying she needed to drive home. That's why I said, call this chick a fucking cab. And I was like, dude, you're not fucking driving home. That is the most retarded thing I've heard anyone say all night. You are fucked up. She kicks me in the fucking shins. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Hard. You know, of course, being a guy, you know, being a guy, you have to just, oh, it didn't hurt. <laughs> that hurt. It fucking hurt. Right. She kicked me right in the shins. And then she starts just, um, like, fawning over me, just, you know, holding me, oh, man, you know, because I'm like, I, I'm going to fucking go join my friend now, you know. Fuck you, trying to help you out, and you fucking kick me in the shins. Fuck off. Right. So she grabs me and just, no, 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 no. You know, I don't remember what the fuck she was saying. Well, what's important during your story is this story is this all of the breadth of what he's told you has happened in the time it takes to order a water and slam a water, like three minutes, three minutes, minutes, five minutes tops. And so, you know, I'm just like, hey, I look at her like, I was like, you know, you just kicked me in the fucking shins, right? She's like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm like, yeah. Kind of makes me not want to fucking talk to you right now. Um, why don't you hang out, have some fucking water. Here, I'll have another water. It's fucking delicious. It's good water. <laughs> it's fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm going to go fucking talk to my friend now. Uh, there should be a taxi coming for you. You should sit down. You should drink some fucking water. 
and then get in your fucking taxi when it comes and go the fuck home and sleep this one off. You had a bad day. You had a bad night. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Now, you walk her to the cab, right? I walked her to the fucking cab. Put her I, in said cab. I put her in the fucking cab, and I just looked at the cab driver, and I'm like, all right, get her home fucking safe. That's that, I think. Yeah, and you came back in. And I came and back in. I'm trying in. to tell you, it is at this point I'm telling you, because he's not even looking at me. He is totally preoccupied with the safety of this person, which is very nice, isn't it, everyone? He's so, he's so concerned. And the back part Chivalry of the bar... Chivalry is not dead. Chivalry is not dead. The fucking hip-hop part of the bar is not happy that Travis has taken the blonde girl and put her in the cab. And it's clear that they have some sort of stake in what happens with this girl's night. I have no clue this is going on. He's just totally ambivalent to... A numb, ambivalent, but not... I mean, you're just not picking up on I'm the not, mood of the room I, I, at all. I just thought I did something nice for a person. I am burying myself on the phone wondering, okay, if I was going to dive behind something during this violence, what would it be? <laughs> you know, is there any place to hide from this inevitable bar brawl we're about to we're about to get into? Because not only are these guys upset that he's tried to, like, sh- impose his chivalry and send this girl away... But there's girls on the other side, outside on the sidewalk, that are wanting to fight the girl because she's gotten so drunk that she's been disrespectful. Yeah, she dissed someone. I think she dissed someone. Well, she was giving you a little hate speak, right? While she, she was, was at the yeah. Bar. Like I, I don't, I, I didn't really like her as a person, but I still <laughs> wanted to get her home safe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, she was giving me, yeah, she was giving me fucking hate talk about, uh, I don't know. You really don't have to repeat the hate talk. Yeah, I don't like to, yeah. Uh, but she was she was going off specifically on, like, a group of very specific people. I don't even remember which country it was, she said. And it wasn't the right country. It was like ISIS, yeah. It was like ISIS something <laughs> comes from this country, and I'm going to slit all their throats. Yeah, that felt aggressive. Felt a little aggressive. You know what felt really aggressive when was when she kicked me in the fucking shins. Ouch. So so anyway, so I put up with this shit, and I get her in the fucking cab, and I think, good, we're done. We're not fucking done. Nope. Nope. So she's sitting there in the cab, and the cab's not fucking leaving. And I can see outside the window, the cab's not fucking leaving. And I'm thinking maybe she's just too fucked up. She doesn't know where she lives. She's having a hard time giving the cabbie fucking directions. And so after a couple minutes, because I kept, you know, we were having a conversation and every now and then I would just just check outside and I'd kind of halt the conversation. Be like, why the fuck is that cab still there? Get this girl the fuck home. And so I went up to the bartender who had called her the cab. I'm like, cab hasn't fucking left. Still sitting out there with her in it. So he goes, he checks it out. She fucking comes back in the bar. And the cab leaves. And the cab fucking leaves. I don't know why. Because at this point, he's already told her. Basically, he told her when I was drinking, shotgunning the water with her, that the bartender told her, you need to listen to him. All right? I'm calling you a cab. You know, you need to listen to this guy talking about me. And you need to just drink your fucking water. And it's a cab or it's a cop. That's how you're getting home. Cab or cop? You fucking choose. I looked at her. I was like, cab kind of sounds like a good call. (laughs) She's trash, though. She's wasted. So she actually pondered the cop escort. 
Right. She's that fucked up. She's thinking, you know, maybe I'll spend the night in fucking jail. No. No. Get in the fucking cab. Which she did and then got got out once you bounced. And she got out. And then you started picking up on what was going on in the room. Did I? I didn't think I did. Yeah, because uh, I'm it, telling you, hey, are you uh, are you seeing this? Yeah, I see it. But then, like, like I was saying earlier, right? Doesn't want to get on the freeway because it's a little busy. Doesn't like a crowded room. Homeboy has just shot two of his Long Islands while this whole thing's going on, <laughs> and in a span of about twelve or fifteen minutes, decides this would be a great time to go over to the hip hop side of the room and start. Plugging money into the fucking jukebox right in front of him while the, all of the activities going on as if like, you know what? Fuck all of you, <laughs> which was great for me because I, you know, thinking to myself, you know, do I lead with my left when they come over here or what's what's going to happen? And he comes back to me, no shit. And he's like, oh, I love this song. And I'm just looking at him <laughs> trying to see if he's like picking up on what what mood he's setting. You've just the girls back in the room, the the goddamn bartender's pissed off. The hip hop people are pissed off. We're at the front front of the of the bar near the street class. There's girls outside yelling. They want the girl to come outside. Totally oblivious. Yeah, I I I, I was into my song. And then we find out what about this girl? She might be a might be a bit of a lady of the evening. She's a fucking attention needing stripper who gets bombed. And needs the entire bar to have the light and spotlight on her. So she's started fights. She's yelling at people. She's going from guy to guy in the bar. <laughs> she was going from guy to guy. You know, at what... Uh, like every fucking guy, I think, had, a, had some interaction. Yeah. Had some kind of, we'll just say, conversation with her. Yeah. What, what do you think happened before well, we were there? Oh, man. I have no clue. Probably, she probably was hitting on some other dude's chick or, or i mean she was probably hitting on some other chick's dude probably uh that's probably what caused the shit i don't know then again she's got a fucking racist mouth so that could have been part of it too i don't know you might have pinpointed it there yeah so uh all i know then is i'm back over at the jukebox after the first song i go back over and this girl a, a different girl but another pretty girl walks up to me and she's just like hey What's your name? I'm fucking Travis. Who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm whatever the fuck she said her name was. And uh, she's like, yeah, so, um, you know, when this place closes down, I'm not trying to, like, lose in business or anything, but after this place comes, you know, closes down, yeah, you should come uh, over. I'm going to be at this club called Choice, you know, have a little after party with me. Hang out with me. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, cool. And then she's walking away, and this is when I got cued in. She's walking away and she goes, by the way, you're real cute. You know that? Needle off the fucking record. I have not been called cute since I was in my early fucking 20s. Now I know she's fucking lying to me. And it starts entering my head. I'm like, what kind of fucking girl is this? And I walk over to you. I'm like, Jim, you ever heard of this like choice place? You're like, (laughs) you're like, you mean the strip club? (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> now it's like fucking going off in my head. Like, yeah, kind of fucking thought something was up there. Mm. I don't just get hit on by random pretty girls and then told, you know, oh, by the way, you're really cute. I really like you. Hope to see you there. Like, the fucking 34 years old. I don't get called cute anymore. 
Yeah. I might get called attractive from time to time, maybe once every couple years here and there now, but never get called fucking cute anymore. And that's when it registered. The second she said, you're fucking cute. It was like, the fuck did you just say? What the hell? (laughs) There's so many red flags, dude. (laughs) That's the one. This is the one? That was the one. You're cute. Holy shit. The fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) I can't even believe it. When we left, right, we're leaving and we're walking on the street and I'm I'm really kind of like checking our six to see in uh, are we being followed cuz it's it's really so much more tense than he's even picking up on, right? I, I'm just having a fucking nice walk. And clearly one of the dudes in the back of the bar is running these girls and the girls are fighting and they're there to to work. Was it the guy that looked like a pimp? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So sometimes a spade is just a spade? Yes. <laughs> so I'm walking pretty good pace, you know. I'm happy to get the hell out of there. God, that was funny. But it didn't spoil an overall good night. Uh, Kevin Smith went, what, uh, like I said earlier, over 200 minutes. It had to have been, what, he started at 940, he said, because, yeah, he's, yeah, that was the first thing he talked about. Like, how, how late am I? So what, he went from like 940 to like 110? It's like three and a half fucking hours. And we had such different experiences because I'm sitting down and I, to me, Travis had the better seat. He didn't have anybody on his left and I was anticipating people were going to sit next to me on my right. So he had an aisle seat. And so we ordered drinks. We're really close. I posted on our, uh, on our Twitter account how close we were to Kevin Smith. We were like nice. eight rows away from him, yeah. right? And I'm loving it. I'm a huge fan. And all of a sudden, Trav's writing me notes. Like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is he writing me notes for? I'd want you to just talk to me. And, I, and it says, uh, I'm going to kill this fucking guy and his hair. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on, dude? Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to enjoy the show. And for the most part, I did enjoy the show. Gentlemen, even ladies, because I know ladies will wear this haircut too from time to time, um, and guys will wear it from time to time. Okay, the faux hawk. Are you familiar with the faux hawk? I am, and, he, and we're talking straight like Afro fro hawk, right? Yeah, this yep. guy. Yeah, and well, not fro hawk, faux f a u x faux hawk. Okay, and it's basically yeah, it's kind of like a fake mohawk kind of deal. Um, shaved up all the way on the sides, and then yeah, he, essentially, actually, I think it just was a mohawk. Come to think of it, yeah, it felt very mohawkish, unkempt. Yeah, unkempt everywhere. If you're gonna rock that, because people that do the faux hawks or mohawks, they don't wear faux hawks or mohawks; they rock them. And so, do they? <laughs> that's what I always say. I'm rocking the fucking faux hawk. So they fucking rock them. And if you're going to fucking rock a fucking mohawk or a faux hawk, sit the fuck in the back. Mm. Sit the fuck in the back because you're fucking ruining other people's time. The whole show. And it wasn't that he... If, <laughs> this motherfucker. If he would have just kept his head still. Okay, at least like I can like bob, weave, get around. No, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's lilting his head to the left. He's lilting his head to the right. Just throwing his fucking hawk all up in my fucking vision. It was great. 
And I, I've never wanted to punch someone in the back of the fucking head so much in my life. If anyone deserved a fucking donkey punch, it is you, sir. Why don't you post it while we're while we're here? Post the uh, post the back of that dude's head. You took a picture of it. It was pissing you off so much. Did I take a picture of his head? Picture of his head. I don't even remember. Oh man, I must have been seeing fucking red. Yeah, you were you were incensed over the whole thing, and I'm looking over at you, and I said, "Well, why don't you just pull your chair over so that you're in between these people?" And it took. You're so stubborn. Yeah, you could have just done it. I'm a little dogmatic. Yeah, and you're like, no, you know, like as if as if you're. Uh, discomfort in the time you were going to spend behind this person was going to somehow impact them. Like, no, I'm going to sit here and be uncomfortable because he should fucking fix this. I shouldn't have to move. He should have to move. He should. He should shave his fucking mohawk. It's assigned seating, crazy man. You know what? Then they need to assign him to the fucking back of the room. Furthermore, Acme Comedy Company or club or whatever the fuck they call themselves these days is asses to elbows, right? I mean, your chair is literally pushed up against the chair in front of you, and they're sort of like office chairs. I don't know how to describe it, but they've made the most out of this small room. Yeah, yeah. Like 300 people in a room, you probably get comfortably 150 in or something. It was right. insane. Yeah. And uh, this, this, this night's going on and on and on, and I'm just eating it up. It's fabulous. And stubborn Travis, back and forth, like NASCAR, you know, he goes to the left, Travis drafts from the left and moves to the right, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, about two hours in, I get you to move over. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fucker's still lilting his head in my fucking vision. Yeah, and then he started leaning over. At one point, I think, at once you took the picture of his head, he was bound and determined to fuck with you. Uh, I just think he was just a fucking piece of shit the whole night. Kevin Smith could have felt the warmth of your flash, and you had it like right on dude's dome. You're just like, boom. <laughs> did I? You did. I, I, man, that's how you know like I'm pissed is if I don't even fucking remember doing it because I was that and fucking sensed. Again, another situation where you're going to provocate a negative reaction. It's not a crowded room. It's not traffic. You're, you're baiting someone. You're baiting a reaction out of them. Just like when you interfere with a drunk stripper who's probably a prostitute and get in between her and her pimp. That's a dangerous situation. <laughs> you should have a little fucking anxiety about that. Nah, that's normal. Yeah, that's fine. That's normal. Yeah, that's fine. But we're getting into a crowded yeah, room. Good. Jesus Christ. Oh, I got a bail, man. I don't, I don't, I've. Got some mild agoraphobia. Oh, my God. That was just... Anyway, so uh, Kevin Smith was going on and on with his act. And, you know, I was really surprised how many people in the room were there, not because he was a director, not because he's acted in things. He recently just directed an episode of The Flash on the CW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on Comic Book ben, Men, which is on every... AMC. Yep. All the time after Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Lots of places you can catch this guy. Kind of a social media whore, if you will. But when they shouted out his podcast, because he does like five of them, right? Uh, you know, he's like the podcast father, if you will, the pod father, the pod father. And uh, God, now he's gonna, probably going to do a sixth one called the pod father. He now. should, man. The fucking guy's good at him. <laughs> guy can fucking talk. Yeah, I listened to his pods, and they were erupting and roaring. Those were probably some of the biggest laughs the guy got was over his podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he got some good laughs. And then uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think when he talked about his daughter, he got some good laughs there too. Oh, uh, Harley, Harley's her name? Yeah, 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 in the Depster. Yep. 
talking about. He's got such good material. How do we compete with somebody who's going to drop Johnny Depp shit? And he was talking about what a prick Bruce Willis was yeah. when he worked with him on Cop Out. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, we don't compete with him. We just uh, do our thing, and hopefully our thing's good enough. Well, we're all competing for viewers, and there are only so many hours in the day. We better get interesting fast. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, we just talked about how I uh, bumbled my way into between a pimp and his... Uh, what are they called? Like, okay, you get, is it a pimp and his bitch? Or is it, what are, what are, what are they called? When you say it, it sounds so bad. <laughs> uh, I know, because be, I, don't, I don't talk like this. This isn't part of my, you know, this is, this is not in my conversational wheelhouse. Well, she could will. be a call girl. A call, okay, a pimp and his call girl. Uh, well, you mean, what would he refer to his To her, what would she, as? yeah, yeah, his employee, I guess, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, ho? Would it be a ho? Well, it depends. I mean, he, I don't know. In that circumstance, he wasn't really laying claim. He was just letting you know you were not in charge. And if you were going to continue to be in charge, we were going to be in trouble, which you picked up on and not at all. No, didn't pick up on that one iota. And the three (laughs) very strong cocktails you had while trying to manage this, how did you think people weren't going to look at you like, because I mean, you're out drinking everyone at bar close at an incredible rate <laughs> while trying to manage the situation. It look, it, from the outside, from me, my point of view, I'm thinking, you know, you have no credibility when you shit can three Long Islands in 15 minutes. Right? I don't know. I just thought I was having a normal night. <laughs> You're passing <laughs> notes to the bartender, shit canning these drinks, fucking with the prostitute. And the whole time I'm on my phone just thinking, man, maybe I should just briefly write out what my intentions are in my will. Who gets what? Just real quick, just so there's something. <laughs> and I'm just walking up to him at this point, like playing very, uh, I don't know what kind of, well, how would you describe the music that I'm playing? Well, it is your typical sort of rock folk music i don't know why you keep saying everything i listen to is folk i, I didn't really think it had a folky vibe you know, well it's very dancey i was playing like i mean i was playing okay specifically i think i played empire of the sun and then i played that human being song like um no 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 yeah <laughs> very kind of white bread shit yeah, but it's, you know, it's got kind of a, I mean, it's not soft rock. No, no. And no. it's not uh, alternative, no, necessarily. It was, it was the eels of, are kind of alternative. Yeah, yeah. It was more like psychedelic and then uh, psychedelic rock, kind of, and then uh, and then more dancey rock, I would say. Well, n- far from hip-hop. Far from hip-hop. And you basically turned off his hip-hop music with your paid-for music, and it was not the vibe of the club. After messing well, no, with no, his that, hoe, that, that 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 fat guy that took down that whole pizza, he was he was bobbing his head along to it. Remember him? He was liking it. Yeah, I remember him. He wasn't the person that we had to deal with. He didn't care about the prostitutes or anything. He cared about his pizza. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him. I was more concerned with the people that were concerned with you over ruining their cash night, trying to send their girl home early. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I wasn't worried about that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Now, you don't have the right barometer for danger. Well, that, and I, I just don't go hang out in sex districts often. It was downtown I, I, I Minneapolis. I didn't realize I was in a fucking sex district. <laughs> Until the woman looked at me and said, you know, you're kind of cute. And I was like, wait a minute. That's when I fucking, that's when I realized it. Like, you just fucking compliment me? Girls don't fucking compliment. There's something wrong. There's something very wrong here. 
That's when I came back to you like, something's off, man. Something's off. Listen, Ironside, the (laughs) awning for Deja Vu is literally a block long. On the other side of the street, there's awning for Sex World the size of a 747. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just didn't think it went past those two establishments. We were in between them. Yeah, we were like right in between them. We were at a bar that specializes in a pedal pub. What's a pedal pub? That's their thing. What's that? Remember, that's the wagon. I kept trying to explain this to you. Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, who yeah, the yeah. fuck would want to pedal while they're drinking? <laughs> Which yeah. is a good point. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I still don't understand this concept. You get on a wagon that has no shit pedals at your seat, okay. and you pedal, and there's, some, there's a driver whom you're pedaling also. He's not pedaling, you're pedaling. As you drink, and he drives you around the city from bar to bar on your little exclusive pedal pub. And you pay a lot for this, like 800 bucks. That seems like such a fucking waste of money. And you bring your own booze. They don't give you booze for the 800 Oh, fuck them. And you get like 12 people, and you get it for six hours that night, and it's the pedal pub. That is fucking retarded. It's a workout, man. And yeah. six of you drive the other 12, or power the other 12, excuse me. Yeah, you weren't getting it. I kept trying to explain it to you, and you're like, why wouldn't you just go to the fucking bar? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I'm still thinking. Why wouldn't you just take a cab and go to the fucking bar? Yeah, um, I can't. Uh, I can't tell you. But do we need to work out? While we- <laughs> well, I think that it's novel, and you know, uh, clearly there's a demographic down there where you can kind of keep your executive board sober while they're on this little adventure from place to place because it really is a workout. You're burning the alcohol off as you're bar hopping. I don't know. Is it novel or a novelty? I think it's the latter. Ten years. This thing's been around. It still just seems like a fire. So many things aren't around from 10 years ago. Yeah, that's true. But this, I don't know. I don't know how they fucking sold people on this. It just sounds fucking stupid to me. Well, we were at this bar. This bar. This bar, Travis. We're yeah. at this bar yeah. in this environment. <laughs> and you're picking up on none of it. I got nothing. None of it. Nothing. All right. So I don't know what happened. It was. It was actually... It was in such a small amount of time that danger went from zero to 100 and then back down to zero that you really can't appreciate how quickly he found himself in this. Well, you know, he dragged us really into this uh, vulnerable situation. And it just, I thought I'd bring it up because when he sat down today, he was really distraught over having to drive because we had, we really didn't get home till like three in the morning. Yeah. We had a good night together. Yeah. And uh, And Grumpy took me further with the evening. Well, you guys have both had the night off. Yeah, so we went a little deep. We went deep. And then you get here and you're like, man, I really shouldn't have driven. <laughs> it was, uh, that was really scary. And the whole time I'm thinking, ah, too bad you didn't apply that fucking sense of <laughs> self-worth last night when we were about to be taken out by the angry pimp. <laughs> well, that's all I got this week, man. Yeah, same here. Uh, fun time, man. It's, uh. God, now I just realized I got to fucking drive again. Yep, you're about to go home, and me too. So you guys have a good week. Fuck, I'm fucked. All right, yep, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you could just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com.
my God! You killed a hooker! Call girl! No, she was a, Cyril, a cold... when they're dead, they're just hookers.